Tennessee, the site of NFA Expo. This is the Fireworks Brigade, starring Johnny Starr and Ron the Banker. This very special pyro podcast celebrating the people and passion of fireworks is brought to you by Star Fireworks in Fargo, North Dakota. Here's Johnny Starr and Ron the Banker. There we go, John. You're looking at the microphone like it's, it's, you can't hear it? Well, it keeps cutting off. Oh, you phone. need a new battery. Oh, Jesus. I, you know, I'm thinking that maybe the green light was on overnight. Yeah, oh, that, that would do it. You, you want to borrow Louie's headphones? All right, I'll borrow Louie's headphones. All right, here you go. You're looking at me like I'm, I'm an alien here. John, if, if <clears throat> is that better? Yeah. No, this one works pretty good. There you go. If it. <laughs> If this, if this were a baseball game, this would be extra innings because we, we don't usually do three podcasts from NFA. So this is all extra. You're free, wearing me out. Free, <laughs> I mean, extra you free know, material. You know, like, you know, I'm, I'm announcing every day. Yeah, I know. Every, you're, you're, you know and I'm, I'm out there, you know, I'm out there all afternoon, you know, shaking babies and, and kissing hands. I, I'm sorry. Um, kissing babies <laughs> and shaking hands. hands. I go. got you. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, then I got to go to the announcing booth and I got to talk more. And, and then you want me to come to the afterglow instead of giving me a chicken tender. I got to I got to sit here and talk with you. Right. About what we just did, which is uh, it, no, it's a, a very exciting for me. If we uh, it, you know, we had the insurance people on here yesterday. We should we should see if we can get them to insure your vocal cords. I know. I'm telling I, yeah, you. I think you're 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 you used to be known for your fireworks. Now you're known for your. Your your uh, your my dulcet radio, tones, my radio voice, your, your radio voice, yes. man. The NFA, this is the last night. It's uh, so last night's a long September tenth, John. September it's Saturday, 10th. September tenth. Uh, tomorrow we will sadly be driving home, but overall it's been a great time. And uh, tonight we just got back from that demo, and uh, I don't know. I'm usually not here at the end of NFA. You're usually here later than me, and it's kind of a weird schedule this time, but. Tonight we saw a lot of 1.3 stuff. Is that typical? Yeah, 1.3 is always the last night, and then they do like a 1.4 pro line, and then they do go right into a 1.3. Yeah. So it was really nice seeing a lot of beautiful shells. They only shot up to a 5-inch, which was very good. But, you know, some of those 5-inch were just beautiful shells and the 3-inch. I've been told 5 inches is adequate. Yes, I mean, uh, <laughs> well, you've been, yeah, you've been lied to. But anyways, um, no, it's, um, there's some really uh, good break-in shells. And um, so worked out good. So, um, but no, I uh, I think it was a, a great NFA. Loved it. Loved Kingsport. Loved Johnson City even more. Yes. And um, oh yeah, Johnson City was fun. We were there today. Walked around. We saw a some type of fest. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but we were walked through a festival that was interesting, and mm-hmm. we uh, went to a bike store, and we we did a whole bunch of stuff. But I mean, yeah. you know, even. You, you watch today, you watch all those 1.4 uh, cakes and shells and stuff going off, and it's it's impressive. Fireworks have really come a long way just in the last eight, 
seven, six years, whatever I've been paying attention. But uh, like even someone here, like you know our buddy Louie that's with us, you know he's never really seen the Pepsi Challenge, so to speak, right? Yeah, he's never uh-huh. he's never seen 1.3 right next to 1.4, and he's like, you could really tell the difference, and yeah, you can. But you, you certainly know, can. But if that's all you know is the 1.4, and the 1.4 is certainly adequate, and and that's something to be said, you know, don't well, don't especially ever, for your backyard. Yeah, you don't need professional no. display fireworks in your backyard because nothing good can happen from you've that. seen the I mean, you've seen the shoot site, you've seen the proximity. Yeah, I mean, they're behind the outfield wall shooting stuff yeah. off. So, I mean, there's, there's a big safety barrier. But yeah. if you if you start lighting that stuff off and if the the slightest thing goes wrong, you're asking for trouble. Yeah, and, 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 and usually when you're asking for trouble, that's usually when, uh, um, you know, trouble appears. When, when trouble, yeah, when trouble happens. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so but yeah. it, was, it, was, it was good. We had the raccoon show. Mm-hmm. Which um, you know, that's the guy with the koi pond. I've learned, and uh, it was that was that was impressive. He had the whole thing choreographed to the second, and it was it was pre-taped and um, yeah, they had everything was, yeah. done real nice and professional. And they do three different shoot, you know, three different uh, stations or whatever. So it was, it was, it was really good, really yeah. good to see. That worked out good. That was, uh, and it made my job a lot easier because I was like, when I saw yeah. a list, I'm like, I'm not going to read all that. Yeah. There's no way I was going to do it. Yeah, at one point but, up, I went to up to the at one point there, I went up to the sound booth to come talk to you, and you weren't even up there. I know where you were. Uh, I might have been on the other side. There's two sides. I might no, have been on the other side. I went looking the other side. You were gone. I don't oh, know. I might have must have been in might the bathroom. Have bathroom. Yeah. I, don't I don't know. I was like, where's John? Where's yeah. John? Steve I, didn't even know where you were. I did stop in the bathroom for a minute. There you go. And um, so yeah, no, it was uh, it was a great week, a long week, I think, but it was a good week, and we had perfect weather. Uh, one of the uh, first NFAs I could really say that I was not freezing as uh, as yeah. as I've. I've been freezing in in the past, so I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a little worried about next year at Fort Wayne, Indiana, because it can get cold in Indiana. Yeah, it can this time of year. Right. And uh, now I was told I have to look at the calendar. Mm-hmm. I was told that next year we open on the 11th. So That's that means we later. really need a very very big uh, national anthem. Uh, if we're going to be opening oh, okay. on the I see what 11th, you're saying. September 11th, September yes. 11th. Oh, I got so you. So I really think we need to really step it up with the uh, national anthem. Okay, you're talking uh, to me then. Oh, you know, well, not not us. I'm just saying, like the NFA is probably going to really mm-hmm. do a, a, a oh a, a big a, show, a big show, show for national anthem. Yeah. Because if uh, if it is correct, we're opening on the 11th, is what I was told tonight. So yeah, I'm not okay. sure. Oh wow. So that'd be kind of interesting. As It'll well. be a week later, so it might even be colder. So that's not good. It might even be colder. Yes. And um, but I, yeah, so this is the uh, the last night here at NFA, and we were commenting how they they got very good food tonight, very good food, chicken you got tenders, some chicken tenders, yeah. and and you know all week long, Louis's been wait, looking for desserts, and there has been no desserts, <laughs> and now tonight, right or wrong, Lou, tonight there's every dessert possible. So I got a feeling that they put all these, de- they forgot the desserts in the cooler. It does look, it does appear I that mean, way. I yeah. mean, there's more desserts than food right now. There's, I mean, it's just, uh, so I think obviously enough, they forgot them. Yeah. There's enough desserts there that everyone can yeah. have three or four in this room yeah. and still have some left over. Yeah, there's, uh, I, I've never seen this many different kind of d- desserts. I mean, you know, but. Um, <laughs> what, so, and uh, you touched on it a second ago. Uh, maybe the, because I didn't know up until tonight, really. It, it was a mystery to me. Maybe in in your layman terms, let's let's do a brief explanation. Um, so there's 
1.4, which is consumer fireworks. There's the 1.3, which is the display. But there seems to be a crossover, which is Proline. So yeah. what, what's the Proline exactly? Well, for 1.4 uh, Proline was kind of designed so people could put on uh, shows without having to buy 1.3 fireworks. What's nice about the 1.4? What would be the reason for that? Just so it's cheaper? Well, or? no permits. No. No, permits, yeah, right, no yeah. permits and all that. What's nice about some of the 1.4 Proline Pro line. is you can buy like a slice. So if you yes. want to well, open. That, and slices are normal in the 1.3 industry. Yeah. It's like a cake, but with just a specific roll. effect. Just a roll. One, yeah, roll. one roll of a cake. So yes. now if you want to open with something, you know, hit a few buttons and boom. Like when we did the shooting for um, the um, uh, orchestra in Minnesota, they wanted uh, Purple Rain. So every time... Every time purple is used in the song Purple Rain, a purple we slice. let off a slice of all purple. Which, right. you could, which you're not going to get you, in a consumer. Yeah, you couldn't do that with a cake. You know, you don't right. want to, you know, it would be 25 shots going up or whatever. Right. And you certainly uh, don't want to take apart your cakes like they do in Mexico, but it's a little bit different in Mexico. They do it because yeah, they have to. Remember that when we saw Edson yeah. and they were mm-hmm. taking the stuff apart? Yeah. So, um that's just the way it, you know the slices are really a nice a nice version and stuff and some of the other and some of the cakes yeah. hit a little bit harder you know mm-hmm. uh, a little different gram weight so so do you need you need a 1.3 license to buy proline you need a 1.3 license to bring in, in proline. proline so to bring in a but so if i'm just a pedestrian joe blow pedestrian i can go to um Dominator and buy Proline. Yes, I mean it's you know it's a. I See, I'm still. Little, I, I'm we little, need Steve Hauser over here well, for this one. No, we're not going to no. go into it tonight. No, we, uh, we got, we'll save that for later. we'll save that for a later we'll, we'll, day. We'll chalk it up. But we're going to wait and see what the how the meeting came out here that they had. Oh, that's right. They were FIMSA talking about some different rules ATF. for that. Okay. So yeah, I'm not exactly sure. You're supposed to have some type of shooter certificate that you passed a, a, a shooter's course. A course. Yes, that's it. And. Um, and I'm sure you can sign that at any of the you know places that have that. I'm sure they have, and, and they have, have to, to keep that on file. Be certified, yeah. And then you could buy Proline. So Pro-Line. theoretically, Louis here can't walk up to Dominator and buy Proline. Uh, no, no, not he's supposed got, to he, be able. He to. has to be able to prove to them that he's taken yeah. us, that he's a certified shooter. And the reason why we never carried a lot of 1.4 lines, we don't do enough shows. Proline, yeah. Proline to do enough shows to have these slices available. The consumer wouldn't want them anyways. They're two, you know, three seconds. Nobody wants. Yeah, them. five seconds. Yeah, boom. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, there. That's kind of like a, a kind of a gray area right now. I really don't know that much about it as we don't do much with the Proline, uh, but more and more companies are going into it. And um, and it falls underneath, you know, the, a couple the, different statutes. Right, but the difference is, from what I understand, is you don't have to have a bunker to store the stuff. No, you, no. You have to, so you have to have a 1.3 license to bring in a container of it, but you can store it at where you would store. Yes, 1. you relabel 4. it here, and you can store it in a 1.4. Right. Okay. Yeah, so, so that's yeah. So that's that. There's there's definitely advantageous. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna ask Ed himself when he's uh, when he's ready. Oh, okay. We'll ask Ed himself because he's the uh, you know he knows a lot about this stuff. He's way the more. V- way vice more president of the uh, NFA. Yes. Yeah. So we'll ask uh, Ed these questions when he gets done having his uh, dinner. No, I think so, he's uh, just gonna sit down now. Oh, good. We got some questions for you, Ed, and we know that you're the guy that can do it. Uh, uh, yeah. You take either one and put on a headphone. Yep. Sure. Sounds good. There you go. 
We're, we're going to hammer your husband with all kinds of technical questions. And uh, Jerry, you can eat dessert. You can, yes. You can talk. It should be good. I can talk. Testing. Testing. Uh, put your uh, headphones on. Can we, we're we three on the list no, tonight. Not, try the other microphone. Red one. Let's try that one. There you go. All right. I hear you guys. You hear me? Can you hear me? No, we don't hear you yet. Wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. When you thought the Go we, ahead. How about now? Ooh, oh, there, there, there I am. Here, there you go. I there you hear, go. All I can, right. I can hear him now. Yeah, we can hear you now. So, Ed. What's going on, guys? Good to see you. Again. Good to see you. What a great week, right? I mean, I Kingsport, so. the weather was fantastic. Even tonight, it held off. It was perfect. Um, Love the hotel. Love the shoot site. I, you know, every time we did the national anthem, I just wanted to yell out, play ball. But I didn't want to irritate anybody because, <laughs> you know, and I want to just go play ball, you know. I, I can't believe nobody did that this I, week. I, I know. I you wanted the only to, one but I, you know. You know, when you're, you know, when you're not really, uh, you know, when you're on the firing, the chopping block, you know, you, you don't want to push your weight around, you know. But I was really wanting to just say, play ball, you know, or better, better swing. You know, I was really want to do something like that. But uh, we didn't have a chance to. But what a great, uh, yeah, I think it was a great night. Uh, saw some beautiful products, you know. Um, so I really think it was um, awesome. Great awesome show, time. great weather, great, uh, all great town, everybody Everybody was well, very I, I think so. Most of the people I talked to like Eastern Tennessee. I was a little uh, iffy on the weather this time of year, but apparently we're up high enough elevation that it's, it's it was beautiful. I mean, oh, yes. ba- barely even jacket weather in the evenings. And, yeah. you know, when we were leaving last weekend to come down here, we're looking at the forecast, and Steve's word was abysmal. There was literally rain in the forecast every, every day. single that's, day. And that's <laughs> what I saw. Yeah, it, it was every day was beautiful. It was. Yeah. The clouds cleared up. So, yes, yeah, so and next year, Fort Wayne, Indiana is what we understand. Now, is a... Uh, is it right oh, that next, next year they said we open on the 11th? That sounds correct. We are going back to the week after the Labor weekend, Day. Which is so good for me because I like to travel <laughs> a lot. And we and know the NFA does, does what's good for you. Well, no, exactly. <laughs> you know, I says we got to really stop this Tuesday. I had to fly in. I don't get home till 1 in the morning and drive out here. So, yeah, I'm glad we're going back to the week after. But, you know, just to give you the heads up because you're the main man. I think we're going to really have to step up the national anthem for September 11th. Oh, absolutely. And, and Big. As you guys know, uh, usually the NFA, we, we do have a yeah, no, September 11th usually yeah. is uh, during that week. We yeah. just got pushed early this week because apparently NASCAR has a little more pull yeah. around here than the NFA does. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, but seeing is going to be on opening day, we really just got up. Yeah. And who yeah, else can we lean on but Matt over mm. a Dominator? I mean, that, yeah, you we know, might be able to do something. Yeah, there. we're going to have to, uh, you know, we're you know, have to pull out all stops for this yeah. one. I, I, mean, I hadn't thought that far ahead, but uh, that gives us some time to you know, maybe, maybe even have some special things yeah. made for there that. There you go. Yes, exactly. You know, so. so um, we're just having a discussion here, and maybe you can help us educate the people who are listening to us because. Uh, pro line. So, yes. um, from what we understand, you need to have a 1.3 license to bring in pro line, and you have to be have a shooter certificate to buy it and shoot it. Explain that whole pro yeah, line you, for can us. You explain, maybe we're wrong. Both incorrect. Oh my okay. God! See, we're we're already. All right, John. Okay, Ed can help us out here. Can yeah, you explain pro line? I'll speak as best as I can on it. So, um, pro line traditionally has. I don't like the term gray area, but I hear a lot of people in the industry use it. I think uh, we just use that. There, there really, <laughs> was, really wasn't. I mean, it is for professional use only. 
The issue is that none of the industry organizations, there was no definition of who is a professional in this industry. So uh, the National Firework Association is the first one to publish a definition of who is a professional in this industry. <clears throat> and anybody listening to this that is published on the National Fireworks Association's website, you can go to announcements in the menu, and it is the first announcement currently up there. It's maybe 30 days old right now. Okay. So we're working to uh, you know work with the regulators because... <clears throat> There's been some new regulations passed recently that have allowed a little more energetic items and some things that people really like. We ended our demo tonight with a 100-shot salute cake. That's now a legal one-for item for professional use only. Oh, wow. Oh, for prof- for okay, professional use Okay, so there's a little only. hitch yep. there. Okay. Yep. yep. So you can't sell it. They're not, they, are not, they are not to be put on retail shelves or okay. anything like that. Um, and since the government or n- no one has decided who's a professional, like I said, the NFA is trying to stay out ahead of that. And uh, we had ATF here this week. We had PIMSA here this week. We're having conversations with them, trying to work with them to right. make sure everybody's doing things right. So there's still more to come on this. It sounds like it's still kind of... Not, not right now. As far as so, the, the, it's coming into the country now, there everyone's aware of it, and it's it's been coming. What's the coming UN number smooth. now on the one point four zero three three six zero three three six? Yep. So, so what does that mean? Well, technically, if the um, we'll get to that question, but typically, if um, if the CPSC wants to check that, mm-hmm. and that's uh, UN zero three three six, what? What stipulates the difference? How do we say, well, that, oh, you know, that might be salutes, but that's really for professional use. So there has been communication with the CPSC, and it's in writing that if the product is marked for professional use only, it's, uh, I believe, mutually understood they have no jurisdiction on that product. Okay, so is it brown wrap then? Uh, it's it's either brown, black, red, blue. Uh, generally, it, I mean, it no doesn't label. it doesn't have uh, no fancy name. label. Yeah, cartoon characters, things right. like it's that. Just numbers, yes. Right. So, so then, what's the difference between Proline and one point three? Uh, that line has recently got smaller. Um, so the Proline for prof- for professional use only product is now allowed to have up to a thousand grams of composition dense pack tubes and i believe i hope i'm not misspeaking here but i believe up to six grams of flash mm-hmm. per tube that's, which, and that's where that's where you get the reports from which is in excess of what you were allowed in 1.4 in consumer fireworks in consumer, yeah right. because these are both now 1.4 yes <clears throat> which really helps uh, guys like you and and uh, we do some shows but really helps the guys that do big shows because they don't need all the storage regulations, which is what was killing everybody. It it absolutely helps. There's not enough room. The the display companies, the stuff does not require special uh, storage, storage, as far as I know. And then, you know, the the growing number of hobbyists in the country that are are using this product. Articles, Pyrotechnics, that comes in as what, UN? So it used to come in as UN 0431. 0431. Yeah. Now what, now that... You need to be a 1.3 importer, I heard. So you, you did not. What happened, there was a series of events that happened in China. There was an, and I tell the story as best I can, but there was a series of events happened a couple of years ago. There was an accident on the factories in China. The government doesn't like any bad publicity over there. So okay. 
uh, some people were their positions were replaced and the new people that came in weren't real familiar with firework regulations and they had never heard of this 0431 designation as you know it's a pretty small amount of the product in the world you know whether it's coming out of china or being used here so they basically refused to sign off on letting that product out of the country so there was a little bit of a snafu there for about a year and a half with the proline product that was all almost coming in as 0431 which is a un designation a shipping designation and um but with the workaround now the apa has done some work on it and it is now acceptable to bring that in as 0336 originally we thought it was going to have to all come in as 1.3 and PIMSA agreed to issue a special permit a permit that's what i thought so that you could bring this in as 1.3 and then relabel it and then just stick a 1.4 sticker over it and that was just you know that's we i i haven't personally spoke to ATF but you can imagine that could raise some eyebrows if they're saying yeah go ahead and bring in one three cartons and just stick one four stickers over them and a lot you of did them, have to have a special permit but yeah and a lot of them come in fancy display boxes mm-hmm. yep you know, so, um, you know, that's where the gray area really comes in at. Right. So that's why I wanted to kind of clear it up for people yeah, listening. Yeah. And, and you know stuff. what? We want, to, we want to do whatever we can to make sure that everything stays on the up and up. We don't want this to end up in mass and public hands and retail stores and stuff like that. You know, no, we want right. to, it's, it's easy enough to get. Go out, take a training class, whatever you need to do. And, and the stuff's uh, going to become yeah. pretty readily, readily available, it looks like. so. And then the... Um, the pro line and a professional series, uh, two fuses on cakes. On cakes. On ours, not currently, but you order enough and we'll make them however you want, John. Yes, thank you. I like that. <laughs> see, I, see, that's what I like about the that. Dominator He's, makes you know the, the cakes that we're shipping now. What they do have, they have a they've got the e-match, the e-match yeah, port, each, but each. in that e-match port is a twist lock with visco on them. If you guys are wanting to do hand fire shows yep. or anything mm-hmm. like that, so if you're not hand firing, it's a real two seconds to take that twist lock visco out of there and it's ready for an e-match. Yeah. More important um, than any of this. Um, since the missus is here, let's just clear the air right now. So, me and your husband had a bet. <laughs> he, he was drinking, I was sober, okay? So, so the bet was, if he got the podcast up over a thousand... Okay, can you, you can hear me, right? She can yeah. hear you, yeah. Okay, so um, if... Your husband got us over a thousand. Uh, what it, it was for YouTube subscribers. Uh, a thousand subscribers. There you go. Okay, I would buy a container off of Dominator. Now I met Matt many times in China, and um, I just you know didn't need it really. We got it. I've been going to China for a long time. I kind of got my own thing going as well, so no big deal. But I like your husband a lot, and I said, you know what, Ed? I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. You get us over a thousand subscribers, I'll buy a container. Well, I bought the container anyways, thinking that it was a shoe in he would win and get me over a thousand subscribers. Well, he fell miserably short. We're over a thousand subscribers. Now we are, but no thanks to him. <laughs> no, right. it was because of that. that <laughs> yes, by yes. the way, I think that was four years ago. She was there. She had already gone up and turned in for night. Oh. That was in um, Georgia, wasn't it? A Georgia. Sp- that was at a spring NFA. Yeah, yes. spring NFA. So now comes the payback time. Uh-oh. So the payback time was if he loses, which he failed miserably. But, but anyways, if he loses, he has to come down to Cabo 
stay at my house and take us all fishing. So, um, can you let go of them? Maybe. Yeah. Can you? Well, can you let go of them? Maybe in January or sometime in February. I know it was going to be tough. You see the punishment that I have to deal with in this business, right? Absolutely. And you see how we put it right on the spot, you know, because this, see, this is all recorded. So when you give him the go ahead, see, because if you oh, give him the go ahead, then Matt gets to go as well. You need, you need to check your schedule. So we got to um, check your schedule. Yeah. We're usually there right and around then, the Super Bowl. So that's, that's always uh, good. Matt, we're trying to get Ed to pay up on that bet. He owes us a fishing trip. So, in, in Cabo. In Cabo. So, you know, I mean. Well, is there any beaches around? Of oh, course yes. there's a beach. Yeah, of course there's a beach. Visit? You can, but it's but it's kind of a guy's trip, though, you know. <laughs> guys go fishing, guys go golfing, you, go, you, go. you know. <laughs> but, but anyway, so but uh, should no, get but, along great with Dwayne. Yeah, yeah, our, our buddy Dwayne. Yes, Dwayne's like a fixture in my house. But anyways, so yeah, we're just teasing around. But we, he does owe us a fishing trip, though, you know. So um, if we, if, uh, I better make good on that. If you could, because uh, John's yeah. been a customer since that, since that, since that bet. Yeah. And I yeah. must say though, and because I'm at Star on the around the fourth for that week, and uh, um, you know. The Dominator stuff, it's not like it sits on the shelves long. The people no. come in and look for it. They, they see no, that logo, they see and they, they know it's quality stuff. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you got Dominator, and they're buying the stuff. So, or, orange, yeah. you glad you got it. Orange, uh, yes. yes. Orange, yes. I, I like that one. Yeah. Her favorite color this week. My, my color is orange, too, yes. She's nice. really liking all the orange she's been seeing, and that performed good. It's a, not did. an expensive cake either. I was really happy how the, our product performed tonight in the demos. Great demos all week, though. All yeah. week it was really good. Yeah. You didn't all have a Girondola tonight, did you? Uh, we shot one the, in the pyro by demo Thursday night. We've got a 12 one 200 gram version, yeah, and okay. then we've got a big 500 gram. But yeah, the one tonight kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Shoguns. Yeah. Well, Shogun just doesn't get lucky with a demo. <laughs> I've never had any luck. I mean, I buy assortments from them, but God, I mean, the last demo I saw with them, you know, pre-COVID in China, I just, you know, I was wearing a yellow shirt. I had fallout all over me. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> I've never had any luck. And then everyone shot a Gerondola cake, you know, because they changed the ruling on the Gerondolas now. Right. Uh, they don't carry the eight-inch ones, but that's all right. We'll, we'll work on that. <laughs> but anyway, so they, um, you know, just Shogun, just everyone shot a Gerondola cake. It worked out perfect. And then it was going up slow, and I'm like, it's moving a little slow. And then she's like, yeah, it's probably going to go into its second phase. I'm like, I think we're out of stages. We're out of stages here on this one. And it's coming back down. And I was like, okay, we're, yeah, so. That was a that was an indoor Gerondola, John. It's designed for 10-foot yeah. ceilings. Is and mad. down, yeah. 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 That's about we the can, drone. We can use that one in the house in Cabo. Yeah, we just yeah. send it up, and it comes back yeah, down, you know. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> There was Crazy some uh, there were some things tonight. Uh, I think it was called No Debris. No Debris. That was Spirit is, of 76 is, Italia line. What is that? So exactly? no debris in fireworks. Uh, when you're so a great example is shooting in a stadium like that. So many of the stadiums once you get to the uh, collegiate and minor league and pro level, that would not be grass out there. That would be a turf field. Right. And um, no debris they use different components to make it instead of a maybe a cellophane wrap on top that could burn they use i believe it's nitrocellulose which basically just disintegrates um, yeah, okay when that tube lights so um there's basically little to no debris, debris to come down on the field so less debris than a normal. and a lower chance how of about, burning a, a turf surface okay. or something like and that how about the cake on the ground because you know obviously you see how many cakes are burning now on the ground mm-hmm. uh, i wonder how that works uh if that cake's designed any different so you know how some of these cakes after they shoot off oh. they start 
you know, start burning. I just wonder if that would be any different design on the inside. You know, I'm not sure. I've never actually got to dissect one. They were using the wood in before. They were using the wood before to space our tubes. And then they, I know they switched to a lot of my cakes were, weren't using that plastic or styrofoam or right, whatever. Right. Styrofoam, I guess it is. Some type of composite. So I was just curious how those no debris cakes, if they're catching on fire at, you know, down below. Yeah, and most what. of the stuff shot tonight, it was, it, I don't think is uh, usually a high risk for catching fire unless you've really got some crazy winds or something. You know, it's the high shot count, zipper yeah. cakes and things yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. They avoid that thin craft paper on them, I know that, because yeah. that stuff catches fire real easy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just well, it's designed for less debris. Yes, yeah. Yeah. absolutely. That's, and then, that's uh, certainly a good thing. Mm-hmm. And then we gave, um, you know, uh, Ron made, you know, he's got a lot of time. You know, bankers <laughs> yeah. aren't really doing yeah. a lot these days after they got done with that PPP money and stuff. So Ron made a bunch of bumper stickers here in his spare time about different funny pyro bumper stickers. And I think all of them are useless. But those two, <laughs> those two I made sure to give to Steve Hauser for the subtle line. And I, I thought he would uh, appreciate those. <laughs> I love it. Website you will never visit dot com. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Steve, yeah, Steve uh, didn't like that. Steve's one. like, well, this one's good. It says, uh, you know, uh, pyro, <laughs> pyro is awesome. And then, then he read the website. But anyways, but that's good. But, that's good. And but and 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 uh, in Steve's defense, after we showed that to him, he. I mean, he sold me on the silent pyro stuff. He went through the whole thing with the PTSD and the, the yeah, pets. It's, it's not actually, so much. I'm not going to. It's actually got its place. Oh, yeah. Some, oh, of, the, some yeah. of the, the quieter. It's not silent, but the quieter effects. Right. Your yeah. falling leaves and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Which we've always had for a while, and we and we've always done a quiet fountain we use for weddings and stuff. And right and we are walking down, it's, it goes up and it's real nice and quiet. And every time they take a step, another fountain goes off. So we've used them before. You know, what we had nice. to ask for was gender reveals because gender reveals are any time of year. You yeah, know? right. So somebody might want to go pop something off for the pink or blue. It's a boy or a girl if they decide and not worry to. worry about getting yeah. arrested. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, exactly. you know, and that might be in, not anywhere near the 4th of July and they're yeah. probably doing it in their neighborhood or something. So it's and, nice to have options like that. And talk about a field that really got big, that gender reveal. Now, we have a whole section in our store now which is dedicated to all gender reveal, everything from a golf ball to a baseball to a balloon to a cake topper to a fountain cake. I mean, Roman candles. I mean, yeah, boy. There's so smoke, they just, smoke, yeah, smoke, smoke balls, assortments. I mean, there, there's nothing confetti. we don't care. Yeah, we, there's not one item that we're missing on the, you know, so I'm like, for that same reason. If it is, you know, different time of year, and there's a confetti, there's a golf mm-hmm. ball, there's a baseball, you know yeah. what I mean? It, it was uh, definitely smoke a market troops. that exploded, that's for sure, over the last... And I, I find it um, very funny when they actually give a guy like me the envelope to go open up. I'm like, really? You trust me to do this? You well, know? You, well, you know what's not funny is when you get an email that someone purchased your product for their gender reveal and the wrong color came out of the oh. cake. Yes. Yeah. Well, I found that out. That a few, happened once. Yeah. That could be bad. I found it a few years ago, you know, the factory doesn't really know what they're making. They just, you know, and then, oh, we know we're out of the it's a boy labels. Let's just put it's a girl. They don't even have a clue of what. Well, know. and sometimes I'm pretty sure I'm convinced because I've seen it a number of times. You know, the order, the size of the orders that get placed to China, they may, they might be running off a batch of 2,000 cases of something. So it's probably a little bit of an estimate on their end how many stars, tubes, all that stuff they need. And yeah. You know, if they get 999 of those cases made and they're seven tubes short, that guy's probably just going to grab yeah. the stars out of the booth next to him to finish that last cake or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're not. Uh, or, or they, when, I like when they run out of cartons. They don't, well, you don't really need to know what's in the box. You know, just put this one on. There, I'm a pretty you know? patriotic guy, and twice in my career of doing anthems at 
uh, industry events or something like that, I've had green show up in my anthems, and that, that I don't like that. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's bad enough that people don't realize <laughs> this goes ugly all the time with me. But, you know, it's 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 pretty bad that you can almost pick your gender. So really, I guess it doesn't really matter what we send up in the air. Let the kid decide as he gets older. I mean, you know, it's, it's going to be the it, preferred gender. Yeah, just, cakes. There, there you go. Well, let's know. talk yeah, let's talk about the NFA. Uh, <laughs> Thank so you for changing the subject, the, Brian. The, yeah, I say, See what I mean? I, I, I always go dark. I call this Johnny after dark. Yeah, I just <laughs> I just leave it on the cutting room floor most of the time. What's the? Uh, you're the yes. you're the uh, you're vice president, right? Correct. Of NFA, you've been vice president for how long? Uh, two years, almost two years, and then as of yes yesterday morning, reelected for another two year term. Oh, okay, that was going to be my question. So, so mm-hmm. and typically something like this, it would go two years, and then you end up being president. So that's not how this is going to work. Not necessarily. No, no. Okay. You, I would have to run for president oh, if okay. I if I ever decided to do that. Ah, okay. So your buddy, another two years as vice president under Steve right. Hauser. Okay, there Correct. you go. And Steve is Steve's the president for another two years. Steve is president. Um, so we flop. We flop. You know, we yeah. do. Uh, two members every year okay so this year was treasurer and vice president next year president and secretary will be up and our fifth board member is an appointed member and that helps keep a constant on the board in case you get into a period where there's just you know turnover every two years or something like that having an appointed director keeps some constant on the board that hopefully knows what's going on and i didn't know bob kellner was retiring this year Bob Kellner retired. I told him yesterday, I said, you're a legend, Bob. We yeah. gave, Steve had a really nice <clears throat> plaque made for him, a laser engraved plaque. But, uh, nice. you know, I, I don't know the exact numbers. The NFA has been around 30-ish years, I believe. Yeah. Well, he's had a lot of Three decades, and, and Bob's wife, I believe, was the first secretary of the NFA. And yeah. he's been uh, on and off, a lot more on than off over the years, serving on this board as well as other boards in the industry. Yeah. Bob's done a well, lot. Well, yeah, he's done a lot you yeah. know, on other boards as well. Yeah, because I ran against Bob just as a fluke, just as, you know, I might as well put my name in there and see what happens, you know. So, obviously, you I lost. lost. I lost. Shut up, Ron. We don't have to go down there. But anyway, so <laughs> I lost miserably. But here now, Bob retires. I didn't know anything about it. I you know, didn't tell you on purpose. I, I, I could have been a contender, you know. <laughs> you <could have> <laughs> I could have been a contender what, this year. And isn't wasn't the NFA or wasn't Cam Star Star yeah. Fireworks one of the one of the originators? Bo- in, in the founder NFA, right? of the NFA. Yeah. Founder of the NFA. With I'm, that I'm, kind I'm, of with that kind of pedigree, you couldn't get nominated as treasurer. Oh, that speaks. Well, volumes. I didn't run. I didn't know. You know, I mean, it's hard to go against a guy a legend like Bob, you know, but um, does you know. anybody really want the treasurer position? I are, are you a no. good numbers guy, John? No, heck no, no. I mean, no, maybe, no, no. maybe that's not it. a bad idea. That's a bad idea. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a great numbers guy, he knows but that. It's all in his head, that's the problem. <laughs> and, uh, and, the, and, and the thing is, it what, doesn't better really, than having a consigliere like this does, guy, you know, doesn't what, really follow the principles of, 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 of accepted accounting. And if a guy. we would be leaning on him <laughs> so much, it would be, I, I and, don't need. I mean, you job. have an answer in a minute, you know, and, and oh. he and he works for all these non-for-profit organizations, which that's what Star Fireworks is as well. So this would be perfect. <laughs> this would be perfect for him to, you know, to uh, to show us his great wealth of knowledge that he has, you know, besides I, making bumper stickers. I will. Yeah, right, right. Bumper stickers I could do in no time. But uh, so, okay, so then you're the president for, or vice president vice for, president another, two for years. another two years. Yep. And Steve will be so okay, and then it, but it, so it's just year. every every two years it's, there's an election for your position, and either you're un, 
you're, you're unchallenged? Or is, there, is there typically somebody who runs against you? Or? I, uh, I had uh, John Walker, uh, I believe his Spirit of 76's attorney, ran against me this year. Okay, and who who votes? Is it just the members? members? Uh, full, the so members. NFA has three membership levels. We've got full voting members, then yes. we have associate members. The associate mm-hmm. members are more... Uh, trucking industry point of sale systems insurance people things like that mm-hmm. not directly in the industry um but certainly helped to serve our members by mm-hmm. being here you know sure. we did and we did we had a trucking company we had clover i think it was landstar, the landstar. On the trucking landstar. Was here, yeah. clover was here with their point of sale systems and those uh-huh. are all beneficial things to our members that are coming to the trade shows there you go yeah. um real beneficial for me because i had a container sitting in long beach and landstar comes up with his business card and i was like forget your business card you want, you want to yeah. give me a, give me a, give me a price right, <laughs> right now. Give right. me a quote right now. We're here, you know. Yeah. And I go beat fifty nine hundred, and you got it. Yeah. <laughs> Come back to the booth. And say, okay. Okay. There you go. Done. So yeah, we hired them. So that was uh, good. But no, it is it is great having them there. I and mean, it's of course the full voting members then will vote. Yeah. And, then, and then the bottom level that we've got, I don't want not in a bad way of being at the bottom, but it's a friend of fireworks level. Uh, and it's pretty inexpensive. For 75 bucks, you can become a friend of fireworks, get our newsletters, uh-huh. and uh, just kind of keep up with what's going on in the industry and the National Fire Association. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there you go. And, um, and, and speaking of, you know, Expo, obviously, how happy are you that uh, you're actually having an Expo rather than two years ago when there was nothing going on? So the expo, I believe, is our largest source of revenue for this be, for yeah. this organization. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, just in nightly demos. I mean, we're talking probably over forty thousand dollars just in nightly demos that come in. So right. We're glad right. the rain held off and we get them all in this week. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. And you know, we were talking about that. It's like, oh, another demo, another demo. But you got to understand that that generates a lot of revenue for this organization. Yeah, and the national org- and people. we took a double hit because we just came off fighting that NPR that was they were trying to ban metals in burst charge. Yes. Hundreds of thousands of dollars yes, were spent, we spent a to lot defeat of that, and the National Firework Association was yeah. successful in doing it mm-hmm. at a great cost. Then COVID hits. Yes. And I know two of the annual conventions were canceled, and either yes. one or two of the spring expos, too. And we think COVID really, uh, you know, it didn't do us any help getting the spring expos off the ground. because they yeah. want to take a picture of you over there, Ed. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. We got Louie <laughs> taking photos. The one-armed bandit. <laughs> the one-armed bandit. Uh, he's uh, El Chapo's brother. Yeah, that's uh, Joaquin <laughs> Guzman's brother. Yes, you don't. No one hears about his younger brother. We only hear about El Chapo. Do you guys know him? Does he have a badge? Or is, yeah, he, yeah, is, he, is he supposed he's to be? A, he's, he's with me. He's I, supposed I, to be, I paid for him. He's, he's a, supposed to be he's here. An okay. Like okay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No so where's your thing? Oh yeah, I didn't have it on there. Yeah. You, never no. mind security. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> People feel sorry for him with the arm, so they kind of just. The best thing is they have. He has that ball. And I guess you're supposed to hold that to help, but uh, we ran into <laughs> two big dogs today in Johnson City. And so they, they wanted to ball. <laughs> Did you throw him? <laughs> it was um, it was quite entertaining. You watch this dog trying to just rip the ball right off his cast or whatever he called that. When you when you have a, an uh, an organization like this and your largest fundraiser gets canceled for a year or two, it's, it's just it's very difficult. It's challenging, but we, we uh, came up with some creative ways, and we're yeah. definitely. On the other side of that, things are looking yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, I'm on the board of a non-for-profit back home, and uh, our largest, I mean, we, most of our donations come through, um, you know, corporate donations. It's a you know, not-for-profit charity, but, uh, but our largest fundraiser was a golf outing, and it got canceled for two years, and it's just like, 
you know, we just couldn't do it. And, you know, and you're scrounging because you're, we help people stay in their homes. Long story. But it was just like, what are we going to how do we generate that type of income to keep the doors open, keep doing what right. we're doing? So, um, but yeah, I, I, I couldn't only imagine that. I mean, it was a tough time for that's where these bumpers, these bumper stickers have been sitting in my house for two years, waiting to use them there for two years ago. So, but um, yeah, but some of them are funny. Some of them are goofy. Yeah, ridiculous and goofy. Um, I will not be telling that story. <laughs> uh, the uh, I was very uh, happy to see the uh, the auction pulled in so much money. Yeah, ten grand we heard, right? Uh, I think the, the it was it was right at eleven, just under eleven thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, perfect. Yep, perfect. Yep. And that's you know all members reach into their pockets both for the donations and the purchases. And the purchases, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's uh, all profit. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. perfect. And I think you had to walk around with some type of uh, yeah. I saw you in a dress or something. Tapestry or something. You had to. What's walk that? I'll be right yeah. there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we got. I get cut this short now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's it was for right. a good cause, yes, right? For a good cause. That's right. I, I made it clear it's going to cost a lot more than two hundred dollars to get me in a dress next time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's all it took. Was two hundred. Yeah, that's bucks? all it took. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Boy, you should never told a guy like me that. <laughs> Oh, there's no limit to this now. <laughs> and like you said, it is for a good cause. Yeah. <laughs> no, wow. that's awesome, though. That was good, though. I, I was happy to hear that, that uh, we um, we raised that. Can we get can we get that picture of Ed and we put it up on a YouTube channel of him and the dress? No? Okay. I, I don't know that I can handle that. Yeah. Somebody showed it to me. Somebody's got it. Oh, it's floating. Yeah. It's, <coughs> oh, oh, yeah, there, there you go. go. Nice. I saw that. Somebody had it. Yeah. it did, uh... So serious question. Does that dress make me look fat? No. I think, you know what? You are really a very good looking guy. <laughs> What's your pronoun? <laughs> you know how I know uh, after looking at that picture, now I know Ed is from Tennessee because he's the only 10 I see. <laughs> oh, John. Oh, wow. that nice? Thanks, John. You're welcome. There you go. I've been waiting to use that line all week, and there's been nobody worthy of it except for that now. I teed it up for you. Yes, you there did, you yes. This is what started it. Yes, yeah, yeah. There you go. No. Yep. There you go. Okay. No, that's very good. But uh, it was karma. Yeah. <laughs> it was karma. Karma. That's... No. I got, what else you got? You got any more NFA geared questions? <clears throat> uh, no, I think we're all good. I um, I don't think we need anyone. Uh, the biggest one we want to clear up some of the 1.4 pro line because people were asking us, and we're like, um, oh, and I've always said the same thing. You know, my life's been in a gray area ever since I've been born. So, right, you're you're uh, in that awkward stage always, between yeah. birth and death. <laughs> yeah, always <laughs> <laughs> closer on the other, the latter half, but. Um, so I've always said, well, it's kind of a gray area, and then, you know, and then so are a lot of my other businesses in the gray area, you would say, as well. But um, so, yeah, so it's always nice to kind of put a definition to the gray area, yeah. you know, so it is really good. And you kind of, yeah, you kind of fly fast and free with definitions. And, yeah, and, definitions, and, yeah. 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 It, John, how many hours did you put on your boat this year? Uh, well, unfortunately. Oh, that's a, oh, man, just don't, yeah. That's a bad John topic. And I, John and I are both boaters. We, don't we, yeah. don't like ask him about that. Don't ask him about Canada thistle. You, you'll it set was, him off. It, on was, either, uh, either it was really a very, very bad boating season. Last year, right towards the end of boating season, <clears throat> uh, we blew an engine. Uh-oh. And it's a lot of work to get big cats out of a boat. Yes, it is. So I said, 
Um, you know what? If you're gonna do, you had you had a, we had to take off, off the glass doors, the TV cabinet. I mm-hmm. mean, I didn't want to watch it. I didn't want to see it. <laughs> and they've got to they've got to crane it crane out of there. Yeah. And you know, and all the glass doors come. Yeah, Johnny's it'll be is better. watching dollar signs. It'll be better because when they put the glass doors in, it'll be all caulked real nice and whatever. So, I said, well, we're certainly. They both had about fifteen hundred hours on them, which is not a lot for the cat motors, right. but you know, it's a fluke thing. So I said, you know what, as long as you're going to do one engine, you might as well do both engines. So they did both engines, and so we're, you know, running a little bit late into the season for that because, you know, pretty much took all winter. And then you got to get the boat out of storage into an area where they can reassemble everything, and the other boats have to come out. So we finally get ready to put it in the water, and it got a little seepage coming in around one of the water intakes. So I said, we'll pull it out, we'll... You know, whatever they do for that. Stick some gum on it. Yeah, whatever. I said, you got that flex seal. You know, flex seal we yeah, put that on yeah. there, you know. Well, when they did that, they noticed some type of uh, damage underneath that was, you know, maybe, a, you know, happened before. So there was moisture in between the fiberglass, the laminate of fiberglass coming through like an old uh, an old crack. So they, they, they uh, detected moisture in the hull. So they said, well, the best way to do it is, you know, grind it out. We'll fix it, but it's got to dry out. So that's where it wound up, and it just sat and sat and sat. And then I said, you know what? Might as well just keep it out. I mean, there's nothing. So um, on this nice 80-foot slip, I have a dinghy. That's all I was able to. <laughs> that's all I. I got one of those uh, one of those uh, ports that you know, just drive up the dinghy. Right, right. So. Um, so that is his whole big slip is sitting there empty except for with a, one, with a dinghy, one dinghy. And then, you know, and then I walk out there like, what are you doing here? You don't even have a boat. I'm like, yeah, I have a dinghy. You don't have to remind me, you know. And then I, I drive around to my other boater friends and, you know, obviously they all know. But yeah. see, when you go by a dinghy, you're not imposing on anybody. If you right, walk right. to their pier, you feel like you're imposing because you don't have a boat. If you have a boat, it's a whole different ball game, you know. And, then, you know, that's one of the things I love about the boating community. When you're out there on the water, you have no idea what they what who does what for a career what their yeah. political affiliation is you know you're out there you're on the water so, you got yeah. the common love and yeah and yeah, every we met weekend, some great people boating over yeah. the years and every weekend uh that goes by you're just well, and, I, I apologize for bringing up yeah. such a sport yeah. sore no, spot i, you know I, I, I never imagined you put less than the three or four hours that i did on my boat this yeah. summer because that's yeah. <laughs> that's all it's it's well sad. when you do this for a living you know yeah. after you know, july 10th or 15th that's when you can actually start going yeah, on the we're, boat. Uh, we, and talking I had a about lot our schedule. Yeah, talking I had about a lot our... of trips planned too. So yeah. I was really gonna I was gonna do Saugatuck, Sheboygan. I mean I had a lot of trips on the Great Lakes planned and then you know, So are you the... familiar with the Great Loop? Yes, very familiar we, with the Great Loop. That's one of my uh, bucket list things that I'd like to maybe do in retirement Mine too. is do yep. the Great Loop. What is yep. the Great Loop? The Great um, Loop is it's literally the Great Loop. You can start anywhere, but you uh, let's say we start where we close to where we live in Missouri, St. Louis or something like that. You would go down the Mississippi River into the Gulf. Stay mostly on the intercoastal. You go all the way down around the Keys. You come up the East Coast, in and out of the intercoastal. And then I believe you go up, what, around Maine, come down the St. Lawrence, lock through all the Great Lakes, and, uh, yeah. oh, wow. and, and literally do the Great Loop. Most people spend between one and two years 
doing it. Yeah, it usually takes about. If, if you just keep yeah. the throttles down, it's a four-month trip, I think, for yeah. most boats. Oh, good but God. But weather, you know, weather and everything else, a lot of, time, a lot of times you get on the East Coast, you'll store your boat and then go pick it up again over yeah, there. Yeah, put it, slip it for a couple of weeks, fly home, see yeah. the family, you know. Oh, okay, I see. So it's just not, you don't have to do it in consent. No. You know, a, lot of, a lot of times it'll take it'll take boaters two to two and a half years to really complete it. And some people don't always complete it. And they say, you know what, I went far enough. And they come back around again. You right, know? right. Uh, I may get a half a trip because um, when I say half a trip is I'm looking at a boat in uh, New York. So right, uh, right around Long Island. Uh, so if I decide to go with this boat, then I'll be doing up to Hudson River, down through all the locks of the Great Lakes. So that will be kind of a really fun trip. Some of those locks uh, and even slings that they get you from one body to another are pretty interesting. I've watched the videos yeah. on YouTube trying to educate myself on that. Yeah. So, But I would hire a captain uh, just because I, you know, I don't know those waterways, but I would hire a captain. But what a great... What a great uh, trip that will be, just yeah. delivering a boat back to the Great Lakes. Right, you know? right. And that's yeah. about a four or five day trip. Whereas if I buy a boat in Florida, which, you know, the biggest thing wrong with Florida boats is not always the salt water because New York, they pull the boats out. Florida, they're sitting in all year long. You got the weather, but it's the humidity yeah. and the mold that can really, you know, get some of those Florida boats. So I really don't want to do a Florida boat. And, um, but uh, so that's what we're looking at right now. We're seeing if this boat is, um, you know, really good in New York, and we'll see. And if we get that one, then we'll drive it down. We, so we, we were actually down, I think, in May visiting friends, and he, they, he had a, a boat that he purchased. I think it was four years old, and the condition of the seats, I would have thought it was a 10 or 12 year old boat. Yes, that is, you know, you lift up the seat cushion from a boat in Florida, and you're like, what the heck happened yeah, to yeah. it? You know, and then you you open up, you, you pick up a, you know, uh, you pick up a seat cushion on my boat, and you're like looks like brand new yeah, yeah. it's really a, a big difference mm -hmm. and if you do make it down to cabo in february uh my <laughs> new my new little hint, boat hint. my new little boat should be delivered you know of course they said august september which i can care less about september because that's hurricane season but uh maybe i'm thinking maybe october uh that'll be ready uh and it'll be delivered right down to cabo san lucas so that'll be kind of a fun it's just a small is this uh, the dinghy too or is it a little bigger than little the dinghy yeah. a little, little bigger than the dinghy a little bit bigger it's a it's a really really unique awesome boat from spain and what makes it so awesome it's a center council mm -hmm. and when you and there's a big sun pad on the back of the boat when you lift that sun pad up you'll see two big out outboard motors in this big hollowed area and it's got a swim platform so when you look at this boat you think you're looking at a boat with inboards right because right. you got a swim platform you got a walkway to the swim platform you got this big huge thing big huge sun pad and when you lift it up you look down it's all hollow and it's really great it's called the d'antonio out of spain so uh it's a european boat with that really sharp v cuts through the water like a knife so i thought what a great boat to have down in cabo right. just Sounds a 30 like footer but it's uh so i put twin 300s on there you'll hit about 48 knots so we'll be going to la paz for lunch it'll be fun you know yeah 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 <laughs> Well, I appreciate and, uh, you guys asking me to yeah. sit down and talk yeah. about the boat show here in Kingsport, yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what is more fun than boats and fireworks? Right, right. There yeah. you go. Yes. Not necessarily <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Throw in what? Oh, there you go. We, there's a lot of that in Cabo yeah. as well. Golf. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It was, uh, we uh, played around with some customers last week, the first day we got here, and I teed off, hit a ball in the water, and they were giving me 
uh, it, well, it was one of our logo golf balls. He said, hey, if you're trying to advertise, nobody's going to find no, yeah, that yeah. one because you, you, you just hit it in the water. I said, well, I'm combining two of my loves, golf and fishing, so there I just hit the ball in the water. There you <laughs> go. I like it. Is there a good course out here? Uh, the course right here is actually, it's oh, yeah, uh, it's beautiful. Resort, yeah, literally yeah. right out the parking lot here. They've mm -hmm. got uh, the, the front nine kind of stays down here in the, the valley, the meadow, but the back nine goes up this bay bay mountain, I think it is right here they call oh, it. Oh, okay. The mountain that's between us and the shoot site, the ballpark we were shooting at, and there's some uh, pretty scenic holes up there, yeah. Oh. I saw that creek, um, you know, because I look at a golf course off my balcony, and there's also that creek that runs along. Mm -hmm. it's, really yep. A, yep. Very, it's a beautiful area, very beautiful site. All bent all bent grass fairways, so it's, it's okay. pretty nice, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yep. Well, and Ed, we appreciate you uh, taking the time to with us. Yeah, once again, appreciate it. We'll have to do it again in 12 yep. months. We, we yep. appreciate everything the NFA does for – fireworks and the podcast fireworks brigade so uh, yeah, thanks for sitting something out. i'm happy to be a part of yeah no i really appreciate it and um yeah we're gonna head off to what johnson city tonight again john's yeah john's oh. itching to get back to town although well, I, I think the whole memo on secondhand smoke is dangerous didn't really hit the people of tennessee because any club that club we went into smoking into bars it's not something no, i'm really. used to i mean back in chicago that that doesn't yeah, happen here it was it's incredible and I, and I think and now with the vaping that some people just just they they love it and they're just there's so much smoke in that place i don't know if i can go back I, hmm. yeah. so does uh, is johnson city is it a bigger big yeah. bigger downtown city. area than yeah. kingsport yeah. here yeah is bigger it? downtown area a lot of uh cool bars and some good restaurants and stuff like that well you know um I can only take so many nights of, yeah. I'm not going to say all drunk pyros, but I'm going to say majority drunk pyros. And, um, you know, if you get here like I did on the very first, first night, you know, and then you, you see him for the very first time in six months or whatever, mm -mm. and then it's the over and over and the same stories over and over, you know, and because, uh, you know, one of my mentors was a legend in the fireworks industry, uh, at least in his mind and most people around here's mind. Uh, they always want to bring up the old Larry Lomaz stories, and you know, and they know. You know I was, Larry Lomaz? I do not. Yeah, he yeah. was uh, um, before his time, legend in the fireworks industry, in and uh, Bruce Ohio. Bruce Zolden's nemesis, I would say. But anyway, okay. so everybody wants okay. to everybody wants to bring up these Larry Lomaz stories when they see me. I've heard them all. I've been around for most of them, you know, yeah. and I was on Larry Lomaz's deathbed when he died. And uh, so it's like, I really don't need any more Larry Lomaz stories. And they're like, oh, Johnny, I love you, Larry Lomaz. You know, I'm like, okay, really? You know, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so what I need to do then is I said, okay, Ron, I have to clear my mind. I got to go to a different city. It's only 20 miles away, but it's like a, a, a world of difference because, you know, I even take my tag off, which I wear very proud in, in Kingsport. But yeah, when I get to yeah. Johnson City, I'm like, you know what? But take this tag off because you don't want to be you don't want to be strangled in a bar fight with a tag. Right, <laughs> you know, that, that just I try makes someone's job yeah, easier. Uh, yeah. Yes, I always remove all you know stuff. <laughs> but anyways, you're scaring Ron it's now. Little, it was a little rough. No, I'm, you, I'm, well, I'm, everywhere I'm, I go, my, my is hands rough. are like veal. I'm not Latin like yeah. you. I'm a banker. I don't lift crates for a living. And uh, and the last time, what we had a uh, we had some beautiful bars in the Spring Expo, right? Or uh, Mobile, Mobile. Alabama. Oh, yeah. that was right across the street from the hotel. That I can get into. Yeah, yeah Mobile, yeah. Alabama, and. Uh, uh, Ron loves to tell the story. Um, uh, you weren't there, of course, um, but um, oh, yeah. the bars are. You know, I. You know, we're leaving at. He's got a plane at 5:30. He, morning. we, we had well, a plane. Well, I would never booked it, but he did. <laughs> but anyway, so we had a plane at 5:30 in the morning, and. He's well, I'm going to go to bed. I'm tired. I'm going to pack. And I said, Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go out for one drink. I was going to meet 
uh, Matt and a few others and AJ and everyone across the street. So we decided to go there, and then they said, Johnny, take us to the other bar. He took us to the other night. And I'm like, okay. So I knew it was going to get ugly. So I said to the, the, to the bouncer at the bar, I go, what time is the bar closed? He's like, 4 o'clock. I'm like, perfect. We'll be out of here at 4. And it's about three blocks away from the Straight hotel. Straight to the airport. Yeah, well, pretty much. <laughs> pretty, what happened, they never closed. So now all of a sudden the phone rings, and, you know, we're talking away, and we're oh laughing and everything like that. The phone rings, and I go, 505 and I see his name on there the lights never came on everybody's drinking the place is full looks like Las Vegas in there and he's like where are you I'm like I'm at the bar I'm like what time is it goes it's five o'clock it was it was was hilarious because now now he wears a watch and has a phone so not knowing the time is really a sad experience you know I only know when it's time to go home because the lights come on Ron I don't you know when I'm in a bar I'm not looking at my phone I'm I I talk we made the flight though it was challenging but we got there it was yeah we always make the flight because I don't worry about flights and he does so but but yeah is that (laughs) I have some place to be the bar never (laughs) closed I was I mean it was 5 a.m. that was the first time I'd ever been in Mobile I was surprised how uh, New Orleans-ish it yes, was. Yes. Yeah, that that's was, what, it was, uh, that's and, and, what I noticed. Was it was for St. Patrick's Day, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah in it was in Saint, fact, yeah. They, the uh, Mobile claims that they're the original uh, yes, uh, uh, Mardi Gras. The, Mardi Gras. Yeah. Yes. Part yeah, of, yeah. And, and you walk into to the restaurants or wherever we were doing down there, you beads from mm-hmm. years past even, you could tell by how faded the color and it lo- was. It looked a lot of... everywhere in the trees Yeah, and it looked a lot of French and, Quarter, you know, with those yeah, old yeah. balconies and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, I, I never knew that either, how old. Think, it was really yeah, a yeah, really good you, place. You said that you might be going back there sometime soon. Fun town. We were uh, mm-hmm. would like to look at going back down there. The problem with going to the Gulf Coast in September is it's mm-hmm. peak hurricane yeah, season. Peak hur- so uh, it's... Yeah. So who picks where it goes next? Is it like an Olympics thing? You get some bribes or anything? Or how does that work? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> That's con- how Ed's got are, that boat. Conventions are getting expensive. Yeah, right. <laughs> conventions are so expensive. And, and it's it's crazy how much they vary. I've actually created the latest uh, RFP, the request for proposals. So uh, right now we're talking to, uh, not too far down the road, Knoxville, Tennessee, mm-hmm. Council Bluffs, Iowa, right across the river from Omaha. Yep. Uh, talking to Orlando, Florida. Oh, there you go. And Disney World. Now we're talking. Yeah, and we're in Fort Wayne next year. That one signed. That's a done deal. Yeah. So, but it's crazy how much they vary. Erie. I think everybody likes Erie. We're going to yeah, keep Erie's that nice. keep like that Erie. in our rotation. Yeah. I think that's a neat spot. Orlando right would the be lake. fun. Orlando would be fun. Yeah. So that's a lot of APA. We had a few APAs, and uh, I don't go, but I mean, I heard they had a few APAs. I think down in Orlando and everything like that. Uh, Orlando, Naples, Miami. Naples, yeah. We were both of those. Yeah. 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 Oh wow. Yeah. yeah that would be good. And um, no, it'll be a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. So, uh, you just yeah on Cabo there. The, I can make that not, happen. They're not yeah. not really fireworks friendly. We we took a tour of a of a, a bunker in Cabo. We through the podcast, a guy reached out to us, uh, Edson Contreras, Cabo Edson Fireworks, Contreras. yes. Yep. And uh, we we met him, you know, at a out at the at one of the the store or whatever. We met him on the street. <laughs> We talked to him briefly, and he's like, you want to see our bunker or whatever? And we said, yeah, sure. We drove, like, at least 45 minutes to an hour. And he gets very nervous. Off-road. My father was with us. That's why my father was like, I wish I had my gun. I'm like, yeah, right, Dad. This guy, you know, reached out to us because of fireworks, and now he's going to, you know. With that guy's the hope, yeah, maybe yeah. we had some money on us. He's going to roll us in the, you know. In the, yeah. So we go through. We are driving off road. We're, we're like going through little villages where people live in shipping containers, and 
you know, the, they're stealing electricity off the poles. And Past my house. <laughs> we, <laughs> it took us an hour to get there, and we end up in this bunker. Mm-hmm. They made us take our watches off to go in, and they were oh. literally, like, cutting cakes apart. Yeah, putting them together. It was the craziest thing. They'll right? they'll take the uh, the cakes apart and make them into slices. Hmm. So they so do it was a this lot guy selling to the? No, he did the shows for he, the he's, hotels. He's a display company. He was now. a display company. He does company. his shows for yeah because fireworks are controlled by the government by the military there. So but he does the shows for all the um, you know celebrity stars. You know if you stay at the Las Ventanas. It's $30,000 a night, but you get to pick your own fireworks show. Oh, so wow. he does the fireworks for a lot of those big resorts. Uh, he helped me out with a party we had in June at my house. So, uh, yeah, it was really, uh, really nice, super nice guy. But we noticed that it was like they're, you know, they take these big zipper cakes and they're just cutting them up and taping wow. them and everything else. And, you know, and. Have you ever and, seen uh, a, like a Mexican? Sounds like he show? could. It sounds like he could use our pro line, maybe. Yeah, exactly. No, definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> they're very short. The, the Mexican fireworks yeah, for like New Year's or for whatever they're like yeah, sh- two they, minutes. They you know they'll throw up 10, 12 shells maybe the most. You know I mean they, they really don't use that many cakes. They just mostly <laughs> just use shells. Uh, you know Bobby Kellner brought in some shells right. from Mexico uh, that, yeah. a while back and uh, that's they're not really good. They're getting better, but they're really when he did it they were really I didn't like them at all. Yeah, you know? that's another question yeah. that's you know hot on everybody's minds, especially with the political <laughs> climate that we're in. What if China cuts us off and. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we know where Mexico is. Mexico's really good at some things. I mean, obviously, they yeah. make great rockets, gerbs. Yeah. They're yeah, doing gerbs a pretty good job with yeah. gerbs and fountains. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're still they're still behind. A they're, lot more than decades behind, behind China and, on, on, on mass production and, of quality shells. And I always shells. say, yeah, decades. And, and then now, you know, Brazil is, is – uh, there's several companies going down to Brazil talking yeah. to them. But um, And I talked to a couple people here this week that know a little more about that than I do. But the capacity – the, coming out of Brazil is going to be just a speck. You know, yes. it's it's yeah. not it's just mm. they're not there yet. Mm-hmm. And I thought I assumed that Brazil, oh, we maybe they can eliminate the shipping part of the transport, and oh, they would no. truck it up here. No, it's still going to be shipped to the U.S. from Brazil, and that trip is almost as far by water as it's, it is from China. Yes. To get here. Yeah. yeah, that's not going to be. There's no bargain there. Yeah. There's no no bargain there. And well, uh, and I don't think the I, I think their labor is still higher. You know, I think the Brazilian labor is higher than, is it, than, I don't, than yeah, China. Yeah. I don't know that. You know, <clears throat> well, instead you know. of kickback, Ted, maybe you just put the whole thing on your like Amex card or something, get the points, the miles. All right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> At least you get something out of it. But um, yeah, so no, it was a, I think it was a great turnout, and um, and I know so many people like to come here, but so many people are at the bar. Kind of, you know, I remember coming to the NFA where the Afterglow was the place to be and everybody stayed here and now it seems like they're kind of wandering off it was pretty busy like the other that. nights tonight's the last night so yeah a lot of i think well, a lot of people checked out well a lot of people checked, uh, out. Of people checked out yeah. because it's a labor day week or yeah. here on a saturday which we're usually not i think spirit of 76 might have had a, a party somewhere i'm yeah. not sure yeah. that maybe they last night some type might have been a bar or something they were saying yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. you know the place is just it's a big complex it's yeah. pretty spread out too yeah. a lot of people felt mm-hmm. like there was fewer people here than there was in erie last year i think we were actually just over erie's numbers from the grandstands looked very dead this year but maybe it's just because they're so big i think so yeah, yeah. You know? and, and and you know whatever our numbers are six seven hundred people of registration 
I think less than half go to the demos every night. Yeah. You know, you're taking customers out to dinner, doing so, and it can get monotonous watching 40 demos in five nights, yeah. right? Two you hours don't, of fireworks. Yeah. And, <laughs> you, you don't say, you know. But a lot of people come here, you know, you're coming here to visit and just yeah. keep established relationships. You know what two nights you want to go, let's see what companies yeah. that are shooting those nights. Well, yeah, yeah, if you missed the drones yeah. last night and tonight with the 1.3 stuff. Yeah. My yeah. first live drone show, I'll say I was impressed. I yes, was, very, I was too, yeah. I was uh, very impressed, and um, I was really thoroughly impressed. Um, was it yesterday? World class demo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had no idea you could say the word word world class so many times <laughs> in a demo. And I, I said to him, he's on, the, and I'm in the announcer booth, and I'm sitting there. I says, "Oh, is this a world class demo?" And he's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Oh, okay," because I I would have never known. You've only said it 75 times. He's like, this is one by world class. Then he would repeat the one we shot by world class. Then we said the other one again by, I'm like, do you get paid for the amount of times you say world class? I mean, if if that wasn't the most annoying, I couldn't wait till the demo was over. I'm like, please get out of here. I mean, I was like, oh my God. I didn't, I I wasn't paying that close attention. Oh God. Yeah. After about the fifth or sixth, yeah. After the fifth or sixth item, uh, I'm like, I could have sworn he just said world class again and again. I was like, and I'm listening. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. So I was uh, happy when that one was over. All right, guys. Uh, yes. I got an early board meeting yes. in the morning. I appreciate the invite to go talk with you guys. Feel free always to take a, some bumper stickers. And I, I, will gra- I will grab a couple. And even more important to the board meeting in the morning, that piece of cheesecake's been staring at me the whole time I've been sitting here. Go. So I'm going to give no, that cheesecake ahead, yeah. some attention. We Thanks, Ed. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you, guys. Take nice care. Nice to meet All you. Right. Sounds Thanks. good. Thank you. Nice meeting you. Thanks. Bye-bye. John, yes. that's it. We're done? Yes, we're done, Ron. It's 1135. i got to go. wants to say something. Kenny from... Crazy oh. Horse? Crazy Horse Park. Oh, oh sit down there. Kenny, sit down. Hey, Kenny. Kenny, what's okay. your last name? Dedimore. Dedimore, okay. And that's going to go in our show notes. Okay. It will, yep. sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, from where Crazy Horse Fireworks? Yeah, I'm in uh, Weston, West Virginia, right oh. in the center of the state. Okay. Okay, awesome. Yeah, and how long have you been in business? Been going on six years this year. Oh. I started importing six years ago. Oh, fantastic. Sounds good. Everything's been working pretty good in West Virginia yep, for we've you? been doing real good. Good, good. That's awesome to hear. That's awesome. So uh, how was the NFA for you? Great. Great. I had a good week. Did you see uh, see some good items, I'm sure? And yep. uh, probably got to talk to a lot of people and stuff. Not as much fun as when the Chinese were here and you kind of, yeah, you know, well, like for me, it's not, you know, I make, I used to make all my appointments in China here and I would know exactly where I was going when I got there. So it's uh, a little different atmosphere without yeah. them here. You know, but, but at least you got to see some good product and kind of know what you're, what you might be interested yeah. in. Yeah, and so, you, you see friends that you've made over the last four, five, six years. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, those grow every year, so. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, great. This is my, uh, <laughs> I don't know, 21st year or whatever with the uh, NFA. So, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> getting so what is, a lot what of them. What Crazy Horse do? Are you uh, a wholesaler, retailer? I have my import wholesale retail and distribution license. Oh, okay. Oh, awesome. wow. Mm-hmm. You do your most, nonstop Mostly shop. important retail. Okay, cool. Okay. So we're, we set up a, a tent there in Weston. We're open for 90 days in the summertime in the tent. So, so your dates are June, what, 26th or 27th, something like that? We open up middle May, and we're open for 90 days. He said oh, 90 nine, days. Oh, I thought you said yeah. nine days. I'm nine, sorry. Nine that's days. what a deaf man hears, and yeah, I got, the, and I got the, headphones got the headphones on. on. I know. That's, that's a long time in a tent. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. 90 yeah, days in a tent. Yeah. That sounds like a prison sentence. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah, well, it's 90 days in a hole I had. You know? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> 90 <laughs> and, days. And that's, what, and that's what to do when it's LM80s. No, just kidding. But, uh, yeah, so, wow, 90 days in a tent is a long time. That's awesome. 
yeah it's um but it's a love you have the you have that passion for the business i take it yeah and it's you know it's great when you see the families and, and we've got a lot of repeat customers yes uh, i call our, our tents a full service tent so when they come in we aim to give them the best service and give them service that they don't get in other tents and that's and, and a lot of that's information and safety tips and and product information so that they know what they're looking at every year yeah and that brings them back so how long yeah. have you been doing it six years this six be, years this will be six years six years yeah. have you um have you thought about taking the leap in the next step and actually buying a building and a facility and doing it that well, way? well i've been trying to the the people that own the land i've been trying to let them um we went from being in the grass the first year and you know after 90 days you're in the mud and the dirt yeah sure um, next year i upgraded a little bit and put down some um vinyl flooring the garage okay. flooring and mm -hmm. and i went to rolling everything putting everything on racks and rolling it in the container at night and locking it up and going home mm -hmm. uh, which so is then a the, lot of work yeah so yeah. the so the third year we poured a concrete let me pour a concrete pad mm -hmm. oh wow and uh it, you know the racks roll a lot better on concrete so oh, yeah yeah mm -hmm. exactly <laughs> but, baby uh, steps yeah john likes to say it all the time baby well steps. Yeah, yeah i mean so you know. the, yeah but you could always buy a, is there a, another building in town or whatever well the, the spot i have is it, it's one of those you know they say location 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 yeah it is the spot yeah and, and it's store owner to if you're if you're 150 feet either direction it's not the same spot not the so, same spot yep. yeah no i agree and uh, you know um and you know ron's uh, uh you know obviously a banker so they know more about these sba loans and all that kind of fun stuff but you know like i always tell them you know in in our business um you know, we buy things as we get money, you know, right. little by little by little by Reinvest, little. You know? Reinvest as you go. And, uh, right. you know, I I started, you know, was, you're never going to have, a, at least I'm never going to have $100,000 to put in concrete. So, you know, after the season would end, I'd say, hey, what can I get for $10,000? Right. And I'd say, well, I get you a pad this big. I said, well, I, I got to go so far wide. How much can I go farther out, you know? I put that in for ten grand, and then in the spring I'd say, well, "What what can you get me for another ten thousand? And I'm telling you what, it's the best thing I ever did because I would now it is all concreted, but it would have never got that way if if I kept waiting for right. that one good year or you know or maybe I do this because and, and so I always say and I always tell and, and you never have no, nothing to pay back. So to me, it's always been baby steps for me as well. I always like to do it incrementally and then it doesn't cost you any money out of your pocket right and, and you know, most you know, people are head over heels in debt yes you know you, you look at it and you say well right. i can't afford to pay cash but i can afford the monthly payment yeah and you stay stuck there and so you, and, you, and you're stuck there exactly. I, I did that in 15 years ago cut my credit cards up and and it's like when you come to the hotel they're like if you take this credit card we'll give you three free nights and it's it's tempting but yeah i don't ever want to go back there again and if no if you save your money and you you kind of plan ahead Mm -hmm. and take those baby steps you get there faster than what you would the other way and it's when you get there you're and you're, and you're and solid you're and it's yep. yours yep. and you know a lot of people do the same thing in this business they overbuy, they don't really pay attention to what they're buying they make it easy to get caught up and um you don't want to overbuy in this industry i always yep. say the early bird gets the worm and if uh, you don't have it when they come in of course you try and keep all the staple items you try your hardest but you know what i like i always tell my staff if we don't run out of something, we're going to be bankrupt. Exactly. <laughs> we, need to, yeah. we need to run out. You know, like, well, this is almost gone. I'm like, well, yeah, but there's many other things in the store to go with, you know. Yeah. You've and, got to plan uh, ahead and, and make sure that you've got the new stuff that's coming on, on the next year, too, at least yeah. some of it. Yeah. Because yeah. you've got customers that are going to be, you know, they, 
they have certain things that they like that you've had the last three or four years, but they want some new stuff to go with it most of the time. And, uh, you know, that's kind of how we grew the business quite a bit is because I deal with so many different companies and uh, it makes, um, you know, makes selling to other uh, retailers very easy because of all the items they can choose from all the all the different manufacturers they can choose from. So it's a lot easier to fill up a semi when you got 20 different vendors you're working with than three or four you know and i've always said variety makes a fireworks store interesting exciting you go in an foa store and it's all showtime and you know it's a very boring store because the labels even though there's a lot of rewraps out there i've been i've been in china since 1999 so there's all kinds of you know i know what all these rewraps are but every company has their own style of labels and you know that style sticks out and it picks you know and that and that one customer that chooses a window item he could choose the same thing in a miracle but it's a different uh, you know the graphics are different right. it's a different style of graphics you know and different and, things uh, that are attracted by yep. different people yeah and uh you know and i always say you know you 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 try and steer them in the right direction as far as you got to see this one you got to do that one but at some point there's always people who shop on their own and do their own research with the qr codes and they're doing all their things and uh and a lot of times a label will attract them to that cake right. you know so i've always said uh, variety is the spice of life and uh in a fireworks store i think the more vendors you can have in there the more variety and people will remember it's like no i'm going over there he's got everything yeah you know and that's now, the key i have a couple customers that come in and you know watch a video nope I buy if I like the package, I buy it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and you know whatever's in the box is whatever's in there. He's looking at the graphics on the box, and yep. that's yep. what what marketing. he goes by. That's all, yeah. it's all marketing. marketing. Um, how many times we we uh, use labels that are attracted to kids because you know kids come in a store and they'll you know when when I was growing up. You know, I said to my dad, they don't have smoke balls. We'll just get whatever they want and let's get out of here. You know, but <laughs> today it's different. The kids dictate to the parents where they go eat, what they buy, right. where they shop, you know, and, uh, and the parents go along. You know, years ago it wasn't that way yeah. in my house. It was just get whatever you got and let's go, you know. But You're happy, happy to get a candy bar once a month, yes, right? Yes, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, a lot of things have changed in the fireworks industry over the years. You have a... You don't have as many buyers, but you have more loyal buyers. Right. They, if you give them good product and give them good service. You know, when I got into the business, I was buying off other people. And when I got into the business, I wanted everything I did not like from, you know, that I got from somebody else. I tried to change in my own company, you know. Uh, I didn't just say, friends, I didn't want to hear a recorded message. Well, there's never recorded a message at my company you right. know i wanted constant uh i wanted constant communication you know so that's what we try and do you know there's emails going out there's phone calls going out uh i you know not going to name any names but you know when you're expecting a truck to pull up with 10 different items on it nobody calls you and a truck pulls up and it's got five items on it and it says back order back order back order well if you told your customers, I'll have it for you on Saturday because you didn't think the truck's coming in, and then it doesn't, and then the truck pulls up and is not on there, then you look that yeah. much worse. You look like you're the dishonest so, person. Yeah. Like, yeah, like with yeah. us, I'll be the first to call you up and say, listen, this item's not going to make it. These are the items that are here. It's ready to be shipped. It's wrapped up. You let us know what is your last day you want it to go. If something more comes in, fine. If not, you want to replace it with something, right. you know? 
And, um, you know, I'd rather know as a customer that if you don't have, um, you know, 24-6 lightning candle, well, I'll take a 24-6 blue thunder, but just don't ship me nothing. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so all those little things that uh, I experienced growing up with all these different companies, when I got my company, I wanted to change all those things for the better, you yeah. know, because I knew what I didn't like, you know, and, and that's what we did, you know. And sometimes as company, companies get bigger, they get more lax that way, and they're not so worried about customers. Right. You, you, customers become a number instead of, yes. you know, I want to get to know my customers when they come in the tent. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and you try to get a sense as to whether they're looking for stuff for the kids just to, to have a nice show for them or if they're looking for the big stuff. And you kind of direct them, you know, yep. take a look at this over here, and then maybe if you want to do one of the two, the big ones, you, know, mm-hmm. you can stretch a show out for 20 minutes for a kid versus 20 seconds. Yep. You know, yep. That, that kid's going to remember that more than, than oh, the yeah. one great big one at the beginning. Yep. I always tell them, I says, there's no budget I can't work in. I yeah. just need a number, you know. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and it works out really good. And a lot of people come in, Johnny, can you pick this out for me? Sure, let's go, you know, and let's go shopping. And you make it fun. You just make it right. fun. And, uh, and I always, uh, the thing that I try and do the most is if they say they have, um, you know, a 500 hour budget, I don't want to get up to rent and say, uh, 558, is that okay? I don't want to do that. And I do a lot of math in my head and keep things and I'm, as I'm shopping for them, but I want to get up there and I want to get them in budget because you get up there and they say, well, 558, you know, like, uh, okay. But then on the way home, they're like, God, I, I knew I shouldn't have went in there. I wanted to spend yep. 500 I ended up spending 600 So what happens is the next they year, don't come back. they don't come. And it's not because of us. They're just not disciplined. Right. You know, like myself, uh, you know, during my lean months, which are usually March, April, and May, I don't even want to go to a shopping mall. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, nope, I don't want to go to a mall because I don't want to be tempted. I don't need to spend any money right now. I need to focus on this or that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that happens a lot. So I try and make sure people get into budget so they don't, so they're not driving home angry at themselves right. because they went over their budget. We, we get a lot. They come in and say, I've got $200 to spend. And they go back and they get, and they come up to the register and they're $220 or something. And, you know, most of the time there's a little room there. Yeah, sure. And and if you can get it closer to that $200, hey, how about if I give you 10% off today? Mm-hmm. The, the appreciation for you making that effort, even though it's only maybe 10 or $15. It, Right, it gets gets them closer to that budget. They're coming back next time. Oh yeah, no. And uh, we've done we've done guarantees on our stuff. I've got good product in the tent, Mm -hmm. and I guarantee my product. You know, if it doesn't perform like it's supposed to, Mm -hmm. um, something happens to it. Doesn't do what you think it was supposed to. Bring it back. We'll exchange your money, a refund. Mm -hmm. And I had a had a lady come in and bought. It was a mini finale. Mm -hmm. It's really nice, but it's short. It's only like twenty two seconds. Her kids liked it. Mm-hmm. And they were camping at one of the campgrounds close. And, and um, next day she came in and she said, hey, this thing didn't didn't all go off. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know, I said, do you want another one or you want money back? Mm-hmm. No, it was, what I saw was beautiful. I want another one. Mm-hmm. And so I gave her another one and I went over and I looked at it. And every shot in the box had gone off. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it and I thought, well, either, either she... Th- didn't think it went off because it was so short. So short, yeah. Or there's a possibility that maybe three rows of shots went off at one time mm-hmm. instead of being three. Yeah, three much faster, times. sure. So you, you always have it. You you look and you say, well, all of them went off, but I wasn't there, you know, mm-hmm. and I made this guarantee. So she takes it. Mm-hmm. The following morning, her parents and the kids come in the tent. Mm-hmm. 
and they come in and said, uh, you know, our daughter got this, and, and you gave her another one. And uh, she was so happy with, with the customer service that you gave her and told us what you had done. And we decided that you know, the kids enjoyed it so much that we wanted to come back and buy some more stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I made my money back on, on that sale. Yeah. Because they, they're regular customers now, so yep. they come back every time. Yeah. And if you do that, and you, the other scenario is you don't do that, and that customer never comes back in the tent again. Yeah. No. So if you're there for five, ten years. Yep. You know, the, the revenue up. that you've lost. And, and the other part of that is if, if you make that customer happy, they're telling their, their relatives, their friends, the people they work for, yep. and it comes back to you. Yeah. And the reverse mm-hmm. is if you make them mad, they're telling those same people, and you know, they don't ever come. Especially today with the Internet and Yelp right. and all that, you really don't want to. You try your hardest not to, you know, and sometimes you just can't help it. You know, sometimes people just, you know, we had a lady come in and um, didn't. You know, I didn't know anything about it. She got up to the register. She spent her money. And then she got home and she wrote this nasty review that she was overcharged for an item. She wanted to spend like $50 and she ended up spending $200. And when she got home, she realized that this item was mismarked and everything like that. And, you know, obviously they published it. So I called her up immediately. And I said, you know, we are on a barcode system and a scanning system. You know, I'm very, very sorry that that happened. I said, I'm going to send you a gift card for your purchase plus another 10%. The fireworks are on us. I really, really feel bad about it. But it's it's little accents that can't sometimes always be helped or slip through the cracks, you know. Right. But I thought to myself, and I've done it many times, you get up to the register and if you, especially when you say you want to spend $50 and you get up to the register and it's 200 God, I think you should just say, is that right? Because I really, I was, you know, keeping track that I was shopping. I mean, who gets in the car and leaves? <laughs> I mean, when you go from 50 to 200 when right. you go from 175 to 200 you know, stuff happens. You know, we know that. We go to a restaurant. And we're like, what's the bill going to be? Yeah, about 50 bucks each. And you walk out, or $75 each. But, you know, but when you go from 50 to 200 I was like, All right, you know. But but like you say, you got to keep them happy. And then she posted another thing of how the response was so great and how fast it was. And it was really my bad. And, you know, but yeah. that's why you got to nip it in the bud right away. Right, exactly. And, and we've always offered from the time I started a no-dud guarantee. Right. And I always say... And, you know, we're not a tent. We're open 365 days a year. I said, you don't have to rush back on the 5th of July. You don't have to rush back on the 6th. Anytime you're driving through the area, stop in, bring the item with you, and we'll give you a gift card or another item. You know, we got a nine-day window there, but they give them a gift card. And you give them a gift card, and they're gonna they're coming back in, yeah. you know, and that's the key. And uh, and I always tell me, it was a no-dud guarantee, and we're not out of here on the 5th of July. I mean, right. we're, we're here, you know. And, and I always tell people, these things are very, very expensive. I want you to be happy. I don't want you to go home and say, oh, that was a dud. And, you know, and man, I'll never go there again because this fireworks are duds. I said, they're handmade items. Yeah. You, you want that business year after year. Yeah. And if so. you, like you said a little bit, if you, if you offer good product, good customer service for a fair price. That's the key. You know, you don't have to make... You don't have to make all of your money off of one sale. You know, no. 
Because if you've got 10 customers that are happy and, and you're making that money off of 10 people versus one or two, yeah. it, it multiplies yeah. every year. So. You know, and, and like I say, back in the late 60s and early 70s, every family bought some type of fireworks. And a lot of these places on the way down to Florida and Tennessee and all that, you know, you'd stop in these stands. And, you know, I grew up in Chicago, so we'd be coming from Chicago, you know, going down to Florida. So, oh, yeah. Dad, look, fireworks, stop. And, and you left. And by the time you went off to use those fireworks, it could have been six months later in yeah. our cases, you know. And, um, and if it was a dud, oh, well, it was a dud. And that guy made his money, and you'll, he'll never see you again. But he's got, he's got hundreds of those customers coming down that highway every day, right. stopping because everybody bought fireworks back then. You can't do that now. Now you better give someone good stuff because they're going to be back, and they're going to uh, yeah. they're gonna remember you. you know? you're, you're talking about the kids. That's the best part of it. Yeah. You know, uh, we've got customers that you know, when we open up in middle May, they'll come in, they're like, We've been waiting for you to open up for weeks. Every time we go by, mm-hmm. you know, little Johnny's saying, "Hey, Dad, when can we stop and yeah. get fireworks? Yeah. Where is the tent up yet?" And they're looking for us. Yeah, no, and, that's uh, the uh, that's I had, the key. I had one father that come in with these with these. I don't know, the, the girl was probably about five, and he come in. He said, uh, "He said we come through," and he said we were going through the light, and she said, "Dad, the fireworks tent's open." He said, "We're in a hurry to get get where we're going today." But he said she started crying. And he mm-hmm. said, so at the next light, I had to turn around and come back to get her something. Yeah, see what you I know? mean? That's just the way yeah. the kids dictate to the, yeah, today. Yeah, they do. You know? They do. And, uh, and, and it's always a pleasure for me when you see the kids walk in and they see all the pretty colors. Right. And, uh, you know, we, like I said, we got a Chinese dragon hanging from the ceiling that was given to me years ago on one of my first trips to China. And, you know, it's just a look around and, and the posters there, like, you know, like we sell the, we had the metal signs for sale here at NFA and at PGI and stuff like that. Because I love artwork, but I really think posters and arts and banners, that's, that's what makes a fireworks store a store, yeah. you know. And um, it gives you that homey type feel and that feel like, wow, we're in yeah. the right place, you know. We have one of the rockets sitting outside and it, you know, mm-hmm. we get people to stop by, you know, hey. We just, the kids want a picture in front of the rocket, mm-hmm. so, you know. Yep. And most of the time, they'll come in buy some fireworks while they're getting their pictures. There well, you yeah. go. You yep. know, it pays for itself that way, too. No. What do you do in the 90 days you're not selling fireworks? Uh, spend all my money on farming. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're a farmer? Yeah. Okay, what, what do you farm? We've got cattle and horses. And oh, wow. Kids have got some chickens and goats and ducks. and Fantastic. They've been in a little bit. My daughter just started uh, started college about a month ago at WVU, and she's in pre-veterinary medicine. Oh, great. That's so awesome. She wants to be a vet. And then my son just started high school this, this year. So mm-hmm. That's fantastic. And they've, wow. they've been in the tent with me and helped me. You know, They were in there first year selling, and um, we'd go around with the iPad and show people the videos. And she picked it. You know, I was walking around showing people, and she'd you know, get busy, and she grabbed a phone or an iPad and... Mm-hmm. Around showing, we were in there one day, and uh, my son hit the time he was about eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he starts grabbing stuff, and if you know, helping people carry stuff out of the car, when a little bit he started coming in, he'd have a couple dollars in his hand, shake a couple dollars. Look, Dad, I made mm-hmm. some money. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, by the end of the day, he'd probably made about twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. And, and my daughter looked at me. She said, "Dad, this isn't fair." I said, "What's not fair?" Well. I'm helping you do the sales. I'm I'm doing the work, and Hunter's getting all the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all he's doing is carrying it outside. 
And he looked at her. He said, "Sis, I'll share with you." There you go. Nice. And See that? Split, yep. I've, got, I've got two really good kids. So, there you go. and that's how splitting of the tips <laughs> happened. There you go. <laughs> well, if people want to get in touch with you, how do they get in touch with you? Do you have a website, email, uh... um, crazyhorsefireworks.com. Okay. Uh, we're on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to redo the the website right now, so it'll be it'll be go. a mess for a few days. There you mm-hmm. go. Um, okay. And then the phone number is three zero four seven zero nine two three seven nine. Perfect. Perfect. Um, we'll put that in the show notes and, here. And I'll, I'll throw out, too, um, I've got a history in trucking. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I had two trucking companies, a pilot car escort business, freight office 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, was a Landstar agent. Oh, Landstar. Oh, there you okay. go. Uh, 20 years ago. And this spring, a couple of the companies that I import with called me and said, hey, we need your help. We've got containers coming to Mobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got involved with that fiasco down there. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And there was... An, Right off the bat, you know, nothing was the way it was supposed to be. been. Yeah. Um, and I worked with an agent right there in Mobile for Landstar, and we moved some loads out of there mm-hmm. that saw the need for better communication, better service, mm-hmm. uh, better contact between the, the fireworks industry and the trucking industry. So um, I joined up with, with the agent down there. I'm now a, a Landstar agent once again, mm-hmm. and we had a booth here at the show. Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, we moved five loads this week. Yeah, I, I hired you for one of mine. Yep. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's uh, a need, and that gives me – I've got a little bit of experience in, in both realms. Mm-hmm. Um, Keeps you in the loop. Help, very yeah. helpful, yeah. Keeps so, you in the loop, yeah. So you just keep looking, you know, you keep taking opportunities as they come to, to make the fireworks industry better. Yep. Great. No, we appreciate so. that. And then that's what the NFA does for the fireworks industry as right. well. Right. So that's why we always set up here. We always support the NFA. I've, you know, I've been a member for many, many, many years. But uh, we like coming here to, um, I mean, as far as Ron, because this is not his uh, job, full-time job. But uh, he likes coming here. And we get, you know, talk to Steve Hauser. And we talk to Ed. And we talk with different ones. And, and, and to promote the NFA and to promote the membership and, uh, and promote donations. You know, I had three of my customers give me checks to give to the nfa yeah. you know because they realize and i and, and a lot of it is me telling them what they do for them too you know what i mean and uh, keep fireworks alive it's into you know like with the auction i kept thinking this year what can i take to the auction i couldn't come up with anything was down here and i've got a couple ideas that next year we'll have something that's kind of unique for the auction mm-hmm. so there you go yep yep so. yeah we donated a few things for the auction and uh you know, I signed one of them, and they're like, well, we got to have that one. You know, but it's just kind of funny. But, uh, you know, they could go to our booth and buy them for $45, but they spent $140 yeah, here. But, auctions auctions you know, work that way. But, yeah. yeah, you know. But, it's, but you know, at the end of the it's day, you're getting something that's for a good cause. Right. And they raised over just under $11,000, right. I think right. they said, which yeah. is fantastic. When you looked around, that's why I was up in the announcer booth, and I'd say, hey, when you're at that afterglow, check out that table, you know, which is a good time to have it there to right. see what, you know, get an idea. I, I really want this. Or I'm going to go for that. So it worked out really good, yeah. you know. Looks like we're going to get kicked out of here. Yep. So. Well, let's wrap nice it up. Meet you. Nice, nice meeting meet you. Nice to meet you, guys. Nice to meet you. And I'm sure Thanks we'll see at uh, maybe we'll see at the Spring Expo if you're around, um, you know, if you make that one or not. You know, I think I know that one's not as uh, busy as this one, but, you know. Yeah, that's always a good expo as well. Yeah, it was great talking to you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks for stopping. Yeah, by. I appreciate that. And all so, your information will be up on the uh, website, and uh, well, it'll uh, be in the show notes, right? Show notes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it won't be out for a, a, at least a week or so because we've got two in back order already. So yeah. 
we got a couple shows. Uh, well, he's trying to say he's got to get home and take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, we're going to have to do some editing. There's yeah. one before this one, so yeah. we'll, we'll have to we'll get him. It'll get out there probably near the end of September. So thanks again. Sounds great. Thanks again. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you guys it. Have yep. a great night. And you too. Thank you very much. Next Bye. time, uh, next time I see you, I think is going to be we'll have our, our usual Halloween episode. Coming Halloween up. episodes coming up. Yeah, yep. yeah. Our Halloween episode and uh, yeah, mid October. We'll do. We'll take it from there. And uh, wow, this has been prolific and fun. And yep. uh, I know you're dying to go. And we've been recording for. We've been recording for an hour and a half. No, oh, yeah. Well, oh, shim some off. So you, you go get to Johnson City. I'm going to have some chicken fingers and pick all this stuff up. And uh, yeah, sounds good. See you for uh, Halloween, John. Talk Halloween. to you soon. Woo! Bye. Okay. Keep bye-bye. watching the YouTube channel. Bye. Uh, bye.